there. Welcome back to Wellness Wednesday with me, Siggy Helgeson. I'm so grateful for those of you who have been taking the time to listen on our back again this week. The purpose of this podcast is to help you support your well-being. Today, we'll be talking again about resilience, part two, and actually get to hear from the Reverend Scott Stoner about a concept called the J-curve. Again, I want to say a big thank you to Darren Curbs and the band for creating the musical parts of this podcast, and to Cody Schumann for his editing and putting it all together so well. So thanks again for listening to Episode 6, The J-Curve. week, we talked about resilience as the concept of bouncing forward after a setback, getting back up again after being knocked down, and moving forward even while facing challenges. Well, I think this next story illustrates this concept in so many ways. You may have seen this on the news, but last Saturday, a new record was set by Special Olympics athlete Chris Nickick when he crossed the finish line to become the first person with Down syndrome to complete an Ironman triathlon. The Guinness World Records recognized Nickick's achievement after he finished a 2.4-mile swim, a 112-mile bike ride, and a 26.2-marathon run at the Ironman Florida competition in Panama City Beach. Well done, Chris. Despite falling off his bike and being attacked by ants at an aid station, Chris crossed the finish line just in time to become an Ironman within the 17-hour time limit with 15 minutes to spare. Now that's resilience, an inspiring story of someone who sets goals and believes he can accomplish them Chris is an inspiration. So how does one keep motivated and do all the training that it takes to complete an Ironman during a pandemic? To stay motivated during the long months of training, Chris and his father, Nick, developed the 1% Better Principle to get better, faster, and stronger by 1% every day. According to Chris's dad, Iron Man is further proof that all things are possible with a plan and determination. To Chris, this race was more than just a finish line in celebration to victory, he said. Iron Man has served as his platform to become one step closer to his goal of living a life of inclusion and leadership. Congratulations to Chris, and we look forward to seeing him reach his goals in the Special Olympic Triathlon event in 2022. Although, dare I say, most of us have probably not completed an Ironman triathlon, we have probably endured moments in our lives that require that same type of courage, determination, and resilience. 
Some have probably endured more challenges than others and deserve way more than a medal. So today, I want you to think back on a time when you were facing a challenge. Maybe you don't have to think back that far. Living through the past nine months of this pandemic in 2020 might be what comes to mind. Well, I want you to think about what helps you to get through the challenges? Who has helped you or coached you? And what kind of training did going through a change, a challenge, or a loss provide for you? In the Living Compass, there is a concept called the J-curve, which the Reverend Scott Stoner mentioned last week while talking about resilience. The J-curve is what we all experience at some time in our life when we go through a change, a challenge, or loss. So I want you to hear this directly from Scott because he puts it so well. Take a listen. This concept right here, if you, if you remember nothing else that, is, uh, that I say tonight, this concept can change your life. How's that for a little uh, over drama dozen? It has changed my life. And I have, I have shared this content with so many people. Again, individuals, couples, families, congregations. I use this so many times with congregations. The counterintuitive uh, uh, process of resilience. There's two axes in this, in this J-curve. Stability is the one, you can, you can see it on the sideways, on the, on, the, on the vertical axis, stability, and resilience and growth on the horizontal axis, okay? So what this shows us, so if you can see my little arrow on the screen there, before the J-curve, that's like pre-pandemic, or that's pre-any that's pre any disruption in our life, any, 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 any loss, any, any change. Interestingly enough, even changes that we choose, even changes that we want to happen will create a J-curve, like having a baby, like getting into a new relationship, taking a new job, retirement, um, Changing the, the time of the worship service on Sunday morning. Oh, no. Uh, uh, anytime we have change, but certainly when we have lost, all change is initially destabilizing. This is the stability axis, right? So in the beginning of the J-curve, everything is destabilized. Everything, we, our stability plummets. We feel less stable. We feel more anxious. We feel more unsettled. Our mobile is shaking we are disrupted because our old normal, our old sense of balance is gone and we are, we are, we are coming down this J-curve and we don't like it. The most natural human reaction in the world to a J-curve is to want to go back, right? Quick biblical reference. The Hebrew people are enslaved. Moses finally, they, they leave. They, they go, they escape Pharaoh, they get out into the wilderness, and they find out it's going to be a big J-curve. They thought they were going to go straight to the land of milk and honey. Instead, their life is hard. It's getting really hard out there. And they come to Moses, and what do they say to him? We want to go back. Okay? They want to go back. I don't know about your churches, but a lot of churches I've consulted with through the years, why can't we go back to the good old days? Why can't we go back to the way it used to be? I think sometimes we struggle with that in our country. And all, system, all systems struggle with that. Systems have a nostalgia where they want to go back. Okay? But when we have had loss, when we've had disruption, we can't go back. Okay? But where we will get stuck and where we will block our own resilience 
is when our main energy is into going back instead of letting go. Because, but as people of faith, and this is where the faith comes in, we do not have to be afraid of the J curve. Because you know what? The J curve is the Jesus curve. The J curve is though I walk through the valley of the J curve, I will fear no evil because you are with me. As this is the death and resurrection curve. This is the promise that no matter what destabilizing things happen in our lives, nothing can separate us from the love of Christ Jesus. Nothing can, we may, we may not be able to go back. I mean, every single one of us here on this call has been through some profound J curves in our lives, profound J curves whether it's the death of a loved one, whether it's the end of a relationship, whether it's a, a, a health condition where our health is forever changed. We've, we've been through J-curves, folks. We know what J-curves are. And we're in one now as a culture. We're in one now as a country because of, the, because of COVID-19. And obviously, everyone has their own individual versions of that. Some are in a really deep, profound J-curve. Some it's not affecting as deeply. But here's the key in the J-curve. It's, it's, this is where our faith will make us well. If we are willing to let go, Lord, help me to accept the things I cannot change and to be able to let go. The sooner we can do that, the more we can stop putting our energy to try to go back to something that we can't go back to and instead put our energy into going through the J-curve and coming and knowing that God is walking with us and our communities are walking. That's what the church does. We walk with people through the J-curves of life that there will be a new life. We just don't know what it's going to like. The reason we always want to go back is because we at least know what that was, right? The Israelites wanted to go back to Egypt because they knew what it was. But the J-curve takes us forward. So that this, this concept is, once you understand this concept, it helps you to normalize the reactions you're having. If you're feeling unstable, if, you're, if your church is feeling destabilized, if your family life is feeling all shook up, of course it, 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 it couldn't help but be otherwise right now. But we don't have to be afraid of that. Because out of that is going to come a new order. Out of that is going to come some kind of new life. And I don't know about you, but when I look back over my life, the times of most profound spiritual growth were the J-curves of my life. The Jesus curves of my life. And so J-curves are hard. They are scary. They are, um, they are, they are unsettling. They are destabilizing but they are part of the fabric of life. And we do not have to be afraid because our faith is our compass. Our faith is walking with us. Jesus is walking with us. Our church is walking with us. And just, and I would say one other thing too, we are called, who, who do, you know, as a church and as individuals, as, fel as, as fellow Christians, who do we know in our own context that are in a profound jakers right now that we need to reach out to? Because that's, that's, that's what the church does. That's what we do with our ministry. And, and so this, this we, we, you know, we're the church. We know how to be resilient. I am so grateful to Scott Stoner and his work on resilience and sharing the concept of the J-curve with us today. I hope it was helpful for you. I would like to close now with the prayer that he mentioned, the serenity prayer, and invite you to pray it with me. The first part is pretty familiar, especially to those who have been in 12-step programs as it's prayed at each meeting. But the last part you may not be as familiar with, so I'll pray that part for all of us. Let us pray. God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage 
to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference, living one day at a time, enjoying one moment at a time, accepting hardships as the pathway to peace, taking as Jesus did this sinful world as it is, not as I would have it, trusting that he will make all things right if I surrender to his will, that I may be reasonably happy in this life and supremely happy with him forever in the next. Amen. Have a good week, stay resilient, and remember that all shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. Thank you.